And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, the pop culture podcast featuring two professors talking about, well, all things pop culture. I'm Patrick. Hey, and I'm Alan. I think that's the first time you got it, word for word. Did I? I think I messed it up because I said pop culture twice. I think we do. We're emphasizing the pop culture-ness of the podcast. And today we are ready to rock and roll. The rock. Oh, so you should have said we are ready to rock and roll because that that's what i said i said we're ready to rock but and you roll. put the emphasis on the rock i think i said that really rock and roll right but you should have put the emphasis on the rock more, to more rock the pun. less yeah. roll yeah okay we're going to rock and roll tonight it's going to be a rocking spinal tap yes. no yeah no spine you, yeah you're not going to get a spinal tap reference i get it goes up to 11 and <laughs> also stonehenge being tiny I'm like we should we should do spinal tap at some point on this show yeah, should as a best of. Anyway. Well, well, we'll do it kind of when we do the Weird Al movie. So There you go. Sort yeah. of spinal tap. That would be a good opportunity. Yeah. Good opportunity. So today we're talking about Black Adam, which seemed obvious to me, but yes. obvious to nobody else. Well, I was just trying to underline it for the audience. One presumes coming out of the Shazam universe, which yes. I think we all agree is the garbage you're comic wrong. book universe. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, hey, Zach's like, here. Oh, Zach is here, and he has... Hey, guys. I think he might have opinions ...surprisingly strong and wrong-headed opinions about it's, Shazam. Well, Shazam to be fair, good. strong opinions about Shazam are by definition wrong-headed. Uh, absolutely. That <sighs> You shouldn't even think about Shazam. No. Why? Right? Like Shazam better is, than Batman. It's like bazooka bottle, uh, bubblegum. Okay, well, I mean... Alan will agree with you that he is better than Batman, but yeah. that's because Alan Batman's Batman's Batman. A, Batman's a garbage hero, too. He's, he's terrible. I think a lot of the DC superheroes are kind of meh. Well, we'll have to find out what we think of Black Adam. With the exception of Nightwing, because Nightwing's awesome. Nightwing is awesome. And Red Hood. Nightwing? Red Hood. Red Hood. See, now here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not a big fan of the Shazam universe. I'm not not either. It's Um, never been. I really don't. I know almost nothing about Black Adam, so this was kind of my introduction to. Well, to be fair, a lot of what's in the film is is fairly comic book accurate and that oh you know, so the canon police are happy in this well someone this week uh well uh, yes because i really don't care about black adam canonicity. wow <laughs> oh so we don't need to defund the canon police this week yeah no well, it's well, not there, a canon you care about there might be stuff that i that you might oh no oh are, are, is it gonna be one of those episodes i mean you know where you say well actually and then you go into like a long disquisition on no i don't think i anything like, like that the depths of comic book no. history. No, I don't have anything like that. Nothing? Nothing. You promise? I do not promise. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. So, um, by the way, we should mention at the top that if you listen to this podcast and you really love it mm. and you're in your car during drive time. Or just anywhere near the vicinity of a streaming device. A car radio streaming device. It doesn't have to be in the car. doesn't have to be, but you, the car radio streaming device that you created last week. Mm-hmm. That you can also listen to this on Cougar Radio at 5 o'clock on Wednesdays. That's right. So Drive get, time. Listen to it twice. Mm-hmm. You're proud that we're on drive time. I, I feel it, like it says something about... you. It says something about how the show is viewed. Right. Because that's when the radio stations, that's when you have, like, your best DJs on. Right. It's 5 o'clock for drive time. Right. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Like, we're we're pretty much the tip top of, of Cougar, Cougar Radio. Radio. Yeah. Dot net. Dot net. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we should qualify it's a, that. So it's a vote of confidence. From Cougar Radio. From CougarRadio.net, yes. yes. Yeah. You can imagine when they get their second show, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll be bumped. No, I don't think so. I think, yeah. Well, maybe just, to, well, they'll use us as the lead into the second We're gonna show. We're going to be doing like the 2 a.m. Wednesday slot. <laughs> <laughs> now they could just play us all the time. I don't know why they don't do Constant oh, loop. I have an idea for a fundraiser for Cougar Radio. Yeah, what's up? You just play us on loop for just a week. Just on loop? Like and it's just, the more it's the even more mashed up week. 
Oh, you should no. We should. Have, <gasps> they should just do a marathon of like all 192. So are, are you saying the yes. episodes for yes. our 200th episode? They should do a marathon of all previous 199. So it's a marathon, and you have to pay to get it to stop. Well, that seems hurtful. <laughs> yeah, that seems like it, unnecessarily piling. What have we said to offend Zach today? Except Shazam, you know, trashing I mean, we, his Shazam. Favorite, he did say his super favorite, favorite super. Well, DC. You DC. said his favorite superhero is garbage. Favorite DC. Right, and you said that his entire view of comic books was wrong. I also prefer Marvel over DC. I will say that. Well, that's fine. Yeah, okay. That's acceptable in this. Good. Yes. So, or alternatively, for the 200th, we come in and we do like a 72-hour marathon. That seems like a lot. For no us. sleep. No sleep. <laughs> oh. We're just we're up round the clock. Can you imagine round like by, by hour just by like we, hour five. four. Yeah, <laughs> it would be just like it would be com- just babble. It would, yeah, I don't know just about seventy two. Seventy two, but we could do like we could do we no. could do all right twenty four. We, we should do twenty four is okay. No, we should do two hundred minutes straight. Okay, we could do two hundred minutes. Yeah, two hundred minutes is like almost like a regular episode. We could just make fun of Shazam for two hundred minutes. Oh, okay. like that would be easy. <laughs> yeah, we could. Okay, so all right, like two hundred hours. The thing that's got the the like the he ties his cape around his neck with like the the cord. It's yeah. all wrong. It's all wrong. There's well, his costume right is based it. on Elvis. Oh, here we go. Well, I also now I've given you an opportunity. I'm to... just saying it was based on Elvis. Capes, really? capes in general cape, on superheroes don't work. Capes, capes. But are... wait, when was Shazam created? Isn't he pre-Elvis? No, I don't think so. I think of I thought I thought Shazam arrived like right after Superman did. I thought he was like an early Superman ripoff. He is an early Superman ripoff. Okay, all right. And should we talk about Black Adam? We should talk about Black because, Adam because that is that is our topic for the day. It the, is the, the latest installment from in the floundering DC extended universe. Well, I feel of like films. you're I feel like you're laying your cards on the table. Like overall, what did you think? So, I think I said something similar when we talked about Aquaman. Oh, this was no Aquaman. But this film, if a Zack Snyder film yes. and a Michael Bay film had a child, it would be Black Adam. Okay, can I respond now, to that real I quickly? Have, I have reasons. Okay, but I love Michael Bay. I know you do. And I, I like Zack Snyder. I know you do. More than other people do. Mm. I, I, I fear that you might be right that this is their baby, yes. but it doesn't feel right. Okay, so... It's like two supermodels get married. Okay. They shouldn't have Black Adam. Yeah, so here we go. So from Zack Snyder... Yes. Gratuitous violence and oh, you super think? excessive use of slow motion. <laughs> I've got some slow motion comments in my notes. Yeah. For Michael Bay. Yeah. You know, over the top action. Yes. Really loopy, some might say dumb, plotting. Mm, and how no. since we have a completely lifeless main character like the robots in Transformers, they have to be surrounded Those by various human characters sir. that no one really cares about and wants to have been a major part of the film, but of course are. <laughs> I have to say, you are way too down on Michael Bay. I'm, he knows he's writing bad dialogue. See, I don't think Black he, Adam you doesn't give him know way that. Too much you give credit. him too little credit. He is he is the ultimate embodiment of American schlock. And yes. he knows it. I see. And he I don't know that he it. knows it. I see. I don't know that he owns. Oh, he. Oh, he owns it one hundred. I don't know. I don't know. So, can we go back to the Aquaman comment, though? Yes, because to me, Aquaman was so bad it was funny. Yeah, Aquaman so, verges into camp, which this film right. Does I not. I went to watch it with Vicky and Bobby, and you might recall our conversation on the podcast. They're two very polite people. Well, Vicky's a very polite person. I have never seen her make fun of a movie. Really. In the movie theater. Oh, wow. Oh, she and Bobby were exchanging one-liners. Seriously? Oh, the Aquaman was such a bad movie. It's, it's not a good movie. It's terrible, but it's so terrible. It's like, you know, 60s-era Batman. Oh, no, it's no, it's it's the 80s Flash Gordon movie. 
Like that is, I think okay. we talked about it on the podcast. Like that's what right. Aquaman is. It's like is. the Flash like Gordon of the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 100%. So fair enough. But so now you'll remember we made a bet. We did. Make I can't a bet. remember what the stakes were. I believe the stakes were that if you lost the bet, correct, you could not make fun of numbers for the remainder of this season. For the remainder of this season, I cannot correct. laugh at numbers or That's make right. fun of numbers. And then That's if right. I win, what do I get? You got nothing. Nothing. You made That's a right. very bad bet. Maybe not the wisest bet. What did you make? It was a very poor bet. I bet Patrick yeah. to review that, um, and I'm somewhat disappointed Zach hasn't listened to the podcast. Yeah. Well, so, Zach, you know, I, I went back and I listened to some episodes, but I have had a virus and I was, That's fair. I was fair enough. Could be fair. Out. So anyway, the bet was, I told Patrick this would be a top twelve DCEU. That is no, 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 no. Is he amending? It was his... a top. Tw- no, he's amending it because I pointed this out to him <laughs> earlier. Is he said it's a top twelve superhero film? Oh, and then on our, on our way, DC. and then on implied. our way over, I confirmed that. I was like, it's not DCU. He's like, no. I'm like, well, that's good because there's only I, eleven films. I made so, another mistake. It turns out yeah, it is in you, your top twelve. Of DCEU films? Yes. Yes. It's right. not in my top okay. 12 of superhero, so, films, superhero films, which was the best. Are you sure it's not in your top 12? I can. Pr- I haven't really broken so it down. So let me think about it. Like, yes. I'm not going to try to argue Avengers with you. Yes. Like, like the, the Avengers song. are clearly going to so be better than. That's already the, that's already four out of the top right, 12. Four. So there's there are only eight more. Mm-hmm. Logan is not really a superhero movie. It's about a guy getting old. So it, we're going to take it out of the superhero category. Okay. It doesn't count as a superhero movie. Fair enough. All right. Um, what else would you put up there? In the top 12? Yes. Uh, all three Captain America films. Okay, those are those are. <laughs> you, you are not going to disagree with me on those, that. Those are good movies. Yes, they are. So now you're at seven. I'm at seven. Yes. Uh, Iron Man one and three. No, no. Oh yep. come no. on! You gotta in, give it to in Iron retrospect. Man. You know, I'll give you one Iron Man, and it'll be three. <laughs> so that gets you to Iron eight. Man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ragnarok. Good movie. That's nine. That's nine. But no other Thors. Uh, no, no other Actually, Thors. all the other Thors are better than this, yeah. but that, that may not be true. Yes, Two might not be better than Black Adam, but, like, they're competitive. Yeah, that's, that's right. probably fair. Yeah. I think I might lose this bet. Well, I can't say what, what I'm at. Nine? Yeah. Yeah. Guardians? Only the first one, though. Uh, no, that's, you know, if you're like going to lie. One. If you're going to lie, that was, a, that was a garbage film. So that's ten. Yeah. Um, but you're clearly slowing down. I am slowing down. All right. Uh, I think three. Original Superman two. from 1978. Are you serious? I love the original Superman you from would. 1978. You would. You 100% would. Such an yeah. earnest film. All right, so that gets you 12, that, and that makes Black Adam 12. Uh, no, because I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman gets in the top 12. Not Wonder Woman 2. No, not Wonder Woman 2. But I and I have Wonder... to give you Wonder Woman 1, because yeah, Steve Trevor does you die. You can't really argue the with me that on, film, on many Which is what these. really saves that film. Yeah, and then, of course, there's, of course, the first Michael Steve Keaton Trevor. Batman and of course, Dark Knight. I mean, who no, can argue with at, Dark Knight? I, Dark Knight, absolutely not. <laughs> the most overrated. So, you win the bet. I do win the bet. And I'll give you the numbers. But here's... I thought Black Adam overall was kind of fine. Yeah. I would say it wasn't a complete disaster. So, to me, when I think about DC disasters, I think... Like, there's... there's oh, there's, oh, oh, I've possibly yeah. got some fun facts. Okay. That might lead into talking about DC disasters. Okay. Do you want to do your fun facts first? Sure. Okay, go for it. can't make fun of them now. Man, this is going to be hard. This is going to be the longest season of my life. It'll be fun. Yeah, it will be. Oh, yes. Uh, Good. Let's so, do numbers. So do you know where where it is with critics and audiences on Rotten Tomatoes? I do not. Okay. I'm going to say, um, gosh, this is a hard one to call. I'm going to say critics are going to have it lower. Yes. Critics are going to have it like a 72. No. Way too high. 65. Way too high. Really? 48? Way too 
Yeah, 39. Wow. Is where it was as of And then night. audiences, because Americans are dumb, um, you can edit that if you need to, just to make sure <laughs> we you know, maintain our, yeah, we fix that so we don't insult Americans, are going to be like an 82. 90. Wow. Americans are really dumb. <laughs> no, so, they just love The Rock. They do love The Rock. I got, no, I've got, the rock. I've got a lot of comments so, on The Rock. So, can you guess yeah. which other DCEU film it shares a 39% critics rating with? Um, the first Suicide Squad. Nope. No. Nope. Um, it can't be a Wonder Woman. Can't it's be, not, no. It, I mean, the Wonder Woman 2 is low. It can't be a Suicide Squad, then. Because the, the more recent Suicide Squad would have been big, bigger with critics than a 39. I don't remember, but yeah, um, it's not. Well, oh, yeah. is it? Well, I would put Batman versus Superman down nope. there. Nope. Um, and is it something with Affleck in it? Yes. Hmm. The Batman? No. He's not in the Batman. He's in Batman? No, that what's, was uh, Pattinson. What's he in? What's his Batman? Affleck? Yeah. Batman versus Superman. That's it? No, there's a film that comes after it. What came after that? I don't know. Justice League. Justice League is that low? Yeah, Justice League is God, that low. So deserving. Yeah. So deserving. Now. Oh, more numbers? Can you guess I have how to, many guess. DCEU films have lower critic scores? Than 39? Than Black Adam, yes. None. Incorrect. Really? Yes. Okay, so is this where Suicide Squad 1 comes in? Yes. Okay. It's like a 24? I don't, I don't, I forgot to write down what the actual number is, but it's bad. I guess I care about numbers more than you do. Uh-huh. There are two films. There's two? That are lower. Um, First Suicide Squad is one of them. Yes. Um, Batman versus Superman. Correct. Now I'm on a roll. That is impressive. Yeah. All right. Now. Oh, there's more. I've got, I've got one more. There is only one DCEU film okay. with a higher audience score of 94%. Okay. Can you guess Ooh, which one it is? Black Adam is the number two? Yes. It's probably Aquaman. No. Justice League. No. We just said Justice League's tied for, for critics. Oh, yeah, sorry, critics. Audience, yeah, no. The audience See, I'm paying attention to the numbers yeah, because they matter to me now. Yeah, I can tell. Um, Wonder Woman. No, Wonder Woman's only at 83 Oh, because it's about a woman, so that's a like a ten point deduct right there. Um, what's left? Not Suicide Squad. Nope. Batman. Nope. What am I missing? You're missing Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh no! Trick question. <laughs> Trick question. <laughs> is it is it strange that I've forgotten about the Justice League on both questions? <laughs> yeah, you. That is how that utterly forgettable that, that movie could, is. I saw that movie three times in theaters. Why? I don't know. I just enjoyed it on some level. You, you are a glutton. It was. I. I was just like, yeah, this is just. Yeah, I enjoyed it on uh, on that. Now, so the last question. Okay. There are eleven DCEU films. Yes. Where does Black Adam fall in terms of opening box office? Out of the eleven, it did really well, right? I don't know if it did really well. My theater was like a third full. Which was it did depending on it's it, depending on which number they used it was either the highest movie of a rock opening or oh. very close. Well, then it's got to be like two or three. No, no, Mm-mm. one. No, twelve. No, there's only eleven, so it can't be yeah, twelve. Can't be, yeah. Six. Closer. Eight. No. Seven. There you go. <laughs> Get <that eventually. laughs> I don't know why anybody it's would be listening at this point. It's literally right shout. below Aquaman and right above Shazam. The sweet spot, which feels, which kind of, I, which kind of reflects how I kind of feel about the film. To me, like, yeah, I walked out thinking, like I said, it was fine. It wasn't a disaster. Like, 
No. It wasn't a disaster that veered into the unintentionally comic. Yes. Like Aquaman. It wasn't a disaster that veered into the self-indulgently violent. Correct. Suicide yeah, Squad. It did that for a moment at the beginning. But but it didn't, like, live there. No, it did not. Like the, no. the more recent it, Suicide someone Squad. Someone remembered did. it had to be PG-13 after that first right. scene. It was not a disaster that looked like it was made by a junior high school group of students trying to make, like, cheap MTV videos. That'd be the first. Is that the first Suicide Squad? Suicide okay. Squad. Yep. Not a political disaster. The Nolan trilogy. Um, it doesn't have Ben Affleck, which is a win, yeah. I think. Um, so it's not a complete DC disaster. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's definitely not a great film. No. Well, it seems like DC has you know, a, a formula for the DCEU is starting yeah. to emerge. In that you've got both Black Adam and Aquaman. Yes. Huge visual expect spectacles. Yes. But yes. ropey and at times ludicrous plotting. Did you say gropey? Ropey. Oh, <laughs> I did not see the and ropiness, time, yeah, but okay. No. And at times ludicrous plotting. Yeah. No, Though, I, as we said, Aquaman verges into camp, which sort of does redeem it a little bit. It makes it Black watchable. Adam takes itself it, way too personally. It does seriously. not redeem it. Yeah. The problem is Aquaman doesn't know it's doing camp. That is true. It's the problem with Aquaman. To me, and I, we can talk about this as we kind of move through the show, mm-hmm. it, was, it kind of finds itself caught in this no man's land. It clearly wants to say something about the world. And we can talk mm-hmm. about that when we talk about... Conduct yeah. and things like that. It wants to say something about the world, but it really wants to be a formula film. And I feel like it gets caught in between and it, it doesn't know what it is. See, I don't I don't know if it wants to say something about the world. Oh, it does. I feel oh. no, I feel mm. like it almost feels obligated to say something about the world because of the way it's set. And that's right. why what it says is really sort of superficial and... And packaged into and like packaged. two like 10-minute segments where yes. you're like, oh, here's the political message of the yes. film, and now let's go back to being a formula film. Yes, and that, because you get that political message, and then everything yeah. else about conduct does not really live up to that oh, political it, it, message. Oh, it, it, it very quickly so, undermines the message. Yeah. It's almost as if they know what they need to say. Mm-hmm. And then they say it, and they're like, now we're going to be ourselves. Yes, and now we're going to go back to the And being ourselves is not a good choice. Now, the only good thing I can say about the film and Mm -hmm. kind of an overall assessment is, had it come out 25 years ago before, like, the MCU existed, maybe people would see it a little bit better. Oh, yeah. But there's just, there's nothing new here. Correct. There's, it's just, it's, and there could have been. Kandak is like a a superhero setting we've not seen before. Mm -hmm. Um, Could have been. Yeah. But isn't. No. Yeah. Disappointing. So, um, Suchinsky meter score? Because well, The Rock's got some one-liners. Yeah. It's like a, it's a two. A two. Yeah. Like, it's not, a two. I mean, it's, I mean like, like, it's, 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 even the one-liners don't really oh, work. Oh, they're, t- uh, I, I, don't even get me started also on, like, the last 40 minutes of the film. I couldn't get out of that theater quick enough. But we'll talk about that yeah. later. So, yeah. we, let's talk a little bit, since we've talked about The Rock and Black Adam. Yes. So, here's, well, here's my observation. I will go to see almost anything. Mm-hmm. That ha- you know I'm a big fan yes. of Dwayne Johnson. That's right. You know, is, is he in Jungle Cruise, which looks like a really stupid movie when you look at the trailer? Mm-hmm. I'll go see it. Same director as this movie. Now yeah, the puzzle starts to come together. <laughs> um, you know, is he in Jumanji 1 and 2? Do I want to see a movie about Jumanji? I do not. I, is The Rock in it? Yeah, I'm and, going and, to see it. And were those movies both, particularly the first one, was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Baywatch? Not a movie anybody no. should admit to seeing with any pride, but you, I went to see it, and it was fun. Yeah, I went to see it because you made us do a podcast on it. Right. Moana, 
Walking Tall, yeah. Tooth Fairy. Like, you can get really deep into the rock canon, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is like, he's just a fun guy. Yes. I didn't see Red Notice, so I don't really know if he's the rock in there or not. Well, that's but, him and Ryan Reynolds and, and Gal Gadot, so I'm pretty sure. How, how do you do that wrong? Yeah. Well, here's, can I answer that question? You let DC do it. No, oh, yeah. Because I'm watching him in this. You hire Dwayne Johnson, Mm -hmm. not so much to act, right? Like, you're not hiring him as a Shakespearean actor. Mm. You hire him to inhabit, like, the rock persona. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what he does really well Mm -hmm. on the big screen. And again, like, I'm a total sucker for it. Hell, on my TikTok, like, when I'm watching the TikTok, Mm -hmm. if I get old, like, 90s wrestling clips of him and Stone Cold going at it... Mm -hmm. I will watch them incessantly because he sells. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows how to sell himself. He knows how to act with kind of like a half a wink at the camera. Mm-hmm. He understands, like, the snarky kind of entertainment I like. Like, he's the guy. But when you go to see him in a movie like this, you go to smell what The Rock is cooking, mm-hmm. right? It's a long walk to get to that line. Well, that, well but, but it's true, right? That's mm-hmm. why you go there. Like, you, that's why you go there. But in this in this movie, because this is the line I'm really walking mm-hmm. towards, like you can barely get a whiff of what's in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like you, the rock doesn't smell. Yeah, but he might stink. Oh God. Well, I mean, we talked about this before. It is the problem because it yeah. is the problem with Black Adam because yes, as you basically said, you are taking in in Dwayne Johnson one of the most charismatic actors we have and personalities that we have right and yeah. who carries most of those films on his personality 100% and you are putting him in what has to be one of the most uncharismatic characters ever created in comics like black Dark adam and brooding is just, and not yeah, funny he's not funny at all he's yeah. he's dour and and st- he's just he's he's yeah. the anti rock and this is my biggest complaint with dc how can they take The Rock and put him on the big screen and mute him so much? Well, it's the, like, it's, I just, it's, like, it is the problem of they, – they basically had two choices. Right. Which is to either do what they did, which is a, yeah. a relatively faithful portrayal of Black Adam. Right. Black Adam does not have any of the one-liners that The Rock it's has. It's not a good film, movie so then, little, but they so could choose to make a bad movie. The, Go the on. Other, What's their other choice? The other option is to rockify Black Adam, yeah. which means he's no longer Black Adam. Like now, now he's yeah, something completely different. That's easy because nobody takes Shazam seriously except for perhaps Zach, right? Now, like, do you think they could have done something else entirely with this? Do you think they could have made? Oh, they could have done a lot well, of yeah. things differently <laughs> that's, entirely. That's, that's yes. very true. Almost but, any of it would have been better. <laughs> that's you know. But do you think they could have made it instead, where they have the Rock as kind of the anti to Shazam, where it's some other type of movie almost? Where he's in it, but it doesn't like mute him. I don't know because I, this yeah, is like it, I think the character choice is problematic from the start. Like if yeah. you want to be at all authentic to what Black Adam apparently is, mm-hmm. he's not the Rock. But that, but that's and you know, but that's the and, and that's the issue. Is to be fair, yeah. the Rock does a pretty decent job of playing Black Adam. That's but it's not why people go to see a Rock movie. That's the next line your, in my notes. Point. Yeah, is that like it's not that his performance is bad. Yeah. It's just, it's not what it's it might not, have been, and it's not what audiences go to see him do. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, you know, Zach's complaint in part is, like, shame on the audience. Like, we should let actors grow. But this isn't really, like, acting growth on The Rock's part. No. It's just, it's like, DC, once again, not fully understanding what it has mm. to work with and making the wrong movie. Yeah. 
and, and that's the issue. It's, it's the other thing too. I mean, I I just think about now, particularly that opening scene of Black Adam. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I want him meeting Shazam because he's right. like, that's yeah. not going to work well. Like, right. You're gonna well, have you're gonna have sweet little Billy Batson, and you're gonna have this murderer. Well, like, that's that's they the don't other really thing work, about they don't really work Shaz- well anymore. That's the thing about Shazam. That's the one thing about the, the but so that juxtaposition. It's yeah. it's kind of the the She Hulk problem and with Daredevil on steroids that we talked like last week. I said what was really weird about seeing Charlie Cox's Daredevil mm-hmm. in a sitcom is this incredible shift in tone. Yeah, and it's clear that Black Adam exists in Shazam's universe. Oh yeah, I was right? like, kind of surprised like, they kept as much of it. Right, as they, they did. occupy the same universe oh, and yeah. yet. Tonally, oh yeah, they are so, so different. different that it's, and I kind of you know I shouldn't say this in front of Zach, but I, I kind of enjoyed the Shazam movie, in many ways. Yeah. You know, like it was it was like as a kind of a fun, it's a nice fun family, it's film. a family yeah. friendly done film, except for the one scene. Do oh, you mean the boardroom scene? Yeah, the boardroom yeah. scene like shifts the tone, but yeah. for most, well, like seventy five percent of the film is a fun family movie, very true to the comic book, and, and then and the rest of it is, is a Zack Snyder film that's kind of wandered too in. seriously. Yeah, and I, I the DC is eleven movies in and hasn't figured out the tone problem yet, or yeah. hasn't figured out that that they can't figure out that they have the Rock. Yeah, like when's the last time I went to a Rock movie and left? I was just like, you know, there wasn't much in it. For I me. can't remember because you do yeah. like you do, do love the Rock. Well, again, like that—that's what you go in expecting is yeah. is to see the Dwayne Johnson charisma, and yeah. and they're they're like that's not Black Adam. No, he is not a charismatic. Because like even even the yeah. version we get in this film is probably too charismatic for the comic book right. version. Well, they're they're trying to like make fun of it and wedge some lines in, but it doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't right? work. It just it doesn't work, and. DC obviously likes their heroes with like darkness in them. Yeah, because there's that conversation in this film. Oh, yes, I believe I have I have some fair or foul for you. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. So a couple quotes from the film. Oh, so I'm I'm actually going to get to call fair or foul on the film. Yes. Oh, it's a twist. Yes. Nice. I like it. Sometimes the world doesn't always need a white knight. Sometimes it needs something a little darker. And. <laughs> It's his darkness that lets him do what heroes like you cannot. Okay. Can we take those one at a time? Sure. So what? read the first one again. Sometimes the world doesn't always need a white knight. That's true. White knights Sometimes don't exist. Sometimes it needs something a little darker. Yeah, it's not true. It's, no? it's, it's this, this gritty realism that DC wants to embody, but they can embody only because, you know, they sit in the United States and they mm. can get away with that kind of behavior in the world. So what you're saying is we don't need a dark knight? We don't. Oh, I, I think I've said that <laughs> repeatedly on this podcast. A few times. So what was the second one again? Uh, it's his darkness that lets him do what heroes like you cannot. I just want to be clear. That comment was made to the Justice Society. Yes. Who was dur- who were doing black ops dirty work, right? To be clear, that we need heroes who do dirty work, Listen. which is... It, they live the JSA, or I guess they're just the Justice Society. They're just here. the Justice Society. Yeah, they're the, not of America, right? Oh, they are. They are. <laughs> they are one hundred percent, sir, of America. But we can leave that parenthetical. Yeah. They work for Amanda Waller. I think they work with Amanda Waller. She she pretty much calls him up, Hawkman up in thirty yeah, seconds, gives him an order. Doesn't really give him an order. And, just and says then they take people to black game. op sites where they're kept in suspended animation. Oh yes, that's true. There's right. a lot of people they, in that that black op site as right, well. I'm like, right. ooh, so, they've been busy. Right. The point being, the Justice Society does the dirty work. Like yes. the, I, the the film it 
many of the problems with the writing and the plotting are captured in a moment like that. Mm. Where they don't realize what the Justice Society actually is yes. in their film, despite the fact that 15 minutes earlier, they critique the Justice Society for exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Another moment where they we're going to get our politics in, yeah. and then we're going to go be ourselves, yeah. because we've got our 15 minutes of politics, and that covers us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it, uh, it's just, also uh, the issue, too, of, you know... Like, there's no good reason to call these four people together the Justice Society. Yeah. Um, and maybe we can move to the Justice Society. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Well, I mean, like, the Justice Society in the comics are, like, the Golden Age superheroes that fought during World War II. They're like it's, the Justice League before there yeah, was a Justice League. It's, it, it's your Golden Age Green Lantern, your Golden Age Flash, you know, you've got Hawkman and Hawkwoman, you've got so Kind of a Golden Adam. Age Wonder Woman who gets to be well, secretary. That's, that's pre-crisis. I'm just thinking post-crisis. So. <laughs> yeah. I th- I knew we would get here eventually. We're not there yet. So, and the other thing is that if you want Dr. like F- we are. If you want, no, just wait for it. If you want Hawkman <laughs> and Dr. Fate in your Black Adam movie. Yeah. You can do that pretty easily because in the original comics, they were all together in ancient Egypt when Hawkman was ruling ancient Egypt and Dr. Fate and Black Adam were his two friends and advisors. Like, you could have had them in it. It almost... And- feels like a little bit of comic book background on Fate and Hawkman would have been good for this movie. Because I was, I was, I've got a bunch of Hawkman questions for you. Like, oh. Where did he get his plane? Why, like, why is he living in Louisiana? Well, well, he, oh, How does he afford been, all of this? He's been based in Louisiana at least since the Jeff Johns Hawkman but series. You're talking about the comic books. Yes. I'm talking about the movies. Well, Unlike but, but you, see, I see them as separate things. Right, but see, here's the And I'm see, dropped into thing. a movie where there's this hawk dude with yeah. all this high-tech equipment. I'm like, where'd it come from? But this is, this is the other way of looking at this film and, like, having them called the Justice Society for no good reason. Yeah. They're called the Justice Society because Jeff Johns wants to have the Justice Society in this movie and wants to have Hawkman, okay. and it's his version of Hawkman that's in there. So we get the nth metal plane, right. we get him to Louisiana— and he just kind of assumes that this is going to be accepted because that's what's in the comics. I have not read Jeff Johns's take. I haven't either on Hawkman. I don't know any of these things. Yeah. And he, maybe he's cr- collecting better royalty that, payments as a consequence well, of like it, wedging it, his Hawkman in there. But it's it's part of the problem is is that like with the Justice Society, like he's expecting that name to resonate with audiences in the film. Right. But there is nothing within the film. That would make that name resonate. No, because they just show up as like fully formed yeah. heroes, and, th- yeah, and they, that's and that's the problem. Like, there's that moment where I think Adam Smasher and Cyclone are talking. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, so do you have your wind powers because of of you know the the nanotechnology?" Yeah, so like, no, you know, I have aerokinesis. The nanotechnology was inserted in me when I was kidnapped by an evil scientist at 15. I'm like, yeah. no one needed that information. Nope. No. It's never followed up right. in the film. Right. And it's like, yes, you know why? Because I'm pretty sure that's her origin in the comics that Jeff Johns wrote. But they're acting like all of this is coming back. Yeah. And, and I mean, maybe it'll make enough money that it will all come back. But let me ask you a question. Yes. Or are these Hawkman questions? No. Oh. You're Amanda Waller. Yes. Black Adam has just been reborn mm-hmm. in Kondok. Mm-hmm. He is a Superman-level, Omega-level threat. Yes. To human existence. Yes. You need to throw together the best team you can mm-hmm. to round him up. Mm-hmm. You can take Hawkman. He's got some experience. Yep. And he's a leader. Yep. Albeit a bad one. Mm-hmm. You can take Dr. Fate because oh, yeah. I mean, he's Pierce Brosnan. He's Pierce Brosnan. So like you didn't hire him not to take him. Fate. Dr. And then, Fate. Right. And then two kids. <laughs> and then just two kids who have never yeah, been on a mission it, before. It is, it is, like, a, it it is an odd. no sense. Look, I want to 
check out a reality when I go see a movie mm-hmm. like this. But when I'm like, okay, it's Black Adam level threat, mm-hmm. and they're bringing two teenagers mm-hmm. who have never done this before. And when you bonkers. realize it's at the bonkers. end, and at the end of the film, you realize she's also got Superman on speed dial. Right. Yes. <laughs> Superman like, could have been there. At a moment's notice. Yeah, it's like, yeah. really? It seems like that might yeah. have been... I might have gone with that first. But, and you know what? If she's gotten in with Superman, she can probably get the Justice League there, too. I think she... Well, I think she literally says something to that effect. Like, she could send all kinds of people at Black Adam, and Black yeah. Adam says, send them all. I'm like, right. mm. You're like, no, I'm going to start with two teenagers. Yeah, no, it is. One it of is. which can make a breeze, and the other of which grows tall. I mean... And also, I, I like the guy who, more than I thought I might. The guy but, who grows tall. Yeah, I don't think he ever contributes because number one, he's lost in conduct for the first part of the battle. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his main thing he did was he knocked Hawkman out of the sky accidentally. A couple of times, right? He runs into Hawkman. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't remember. And I think he does he punch lift... Black Adam down once. That's right, he did. But okay, he, can't, he did do he that. He can't hold. That's right. I was so, like, what did he actually do? Is it true that Adam Smasher can just grow big? That's his power. Because um, it feels like a terrible name for a character. Well, it's like you expect something more from him. Well, it's he's, he's I think it's supposed to be, um, more of he's like the grandson of the original Adam, and this is okay. more of an homage. Which that you know the random Henry Winkler cameo for for the Golden Age Adam. That like, was the best part of the movie. Like, probably <laughs> was that the font like, is his is his uncle. Like, I can't imagine know? how much they how much money he got for that five yeah. seconds. God, but you I'm know like, that's a good life. That's for, a good life. But I'm like oh, doing all right. Yeah. So yeah, like I mean, I think I think he does grow big in the comics. Yeah. So well, I don't know. He, like, was, he was he's originally Nuclon in Infinity. I I hear Atom Smasher, and I imagine like a guy that smashes atoms and has like some kind of explosive. I think he's kind of nuclear like, powered, if I remember correctly. Okay. But, all, in the but only to grow big. Well, like super, yeah, super strong, super big. I think yeah. in the in so the like original, Apache Chief. Or I think Giant in the Man. I think in the original Infinity Lame. Inc. He was like big and tall, but I don't think he grew to big size. He was just super strong. Got the it. growing, I think, the growing thing is now. Well, you know, he's the grandson of the Atom. Adam got small, so his grandson or grandnephew, or whatever it is, yeah. gets big. Yeah, because that's Jeff Johns. Right. Well, and you know, a Zack Snydery kind of twist on a so you know a, yeah. a Martha kind of moment. So I know you were really excited to see Doctor Fate. I was. Did he meet your expectations at least? Or yes. You... Okay. Yes, Doctor Fate was 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 excellent. Yeah, I, I thought he possibly was... one of the most comic book accurate costumes. Of yeah, Doctor Fate, and a pretty good version of the character overall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bra- and and well, I mean, it is Pierce Brosnan. The guy does know what he's doing. He's clearly having a lot of fun in this role. Right, absolutely. It's kind of sad to see him, you know, go. Yeah, except for the fact that the film telegraphed that from the moment he told Hawkman, he's like, "Well, I've seen your death." I'm like, "Oh, someone's substituting themselves." Yeah. So you're telling me, you think this film telegraphed things a little bit? Oh my god! Like, oh, I, and then it also telegraphed like... things that did not matter, like you know, Black Adam getting wounded by the Eternium in the first five minutes. And then that never coming up again. I felt like I was you. Because one of the like frustrating things about watching a show like this with you is like you're always tearing it apart and you know where it's going before anybody else knows where it's going. I could do that to this movie. Yes. I mean, it was just like it was just so. And they kind of they would give it away and then pretend like they hadn't. And then it would oh, be yeah. a twist when the guy becomes Shabak at the Sabak. Sabak. Sabak yeah, at the end. You know, S-A-B-B-A-C. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I like Dr. Fate. I As a kid, I loved Hawkman. Yeah, I will the, say the, I've seen worse Hawkman. I should right? say we've seen we've worse seen Hawkman Legends yet. of Tomorrow. Exactly, right? your bar for Hawkman is low. Yeah, this yeah. was a a a better Hawkman. Yeah, and Cyclone uh, was fine. Like, yeah, she might have been my favorite of that group. A lot of people seem to real. I, I saw yeah. a lot of like buzz about her. She doesn't have a ton to do in the film. 
She does have some special effects to show she does off, have though, special because effects. we do see that a lot. We do see that like, a lot. There's certain effects they paid for, and like, we're going to get our money's worth yeah. out of well, I, I, this investment. Like, I could understand the slow-mo with her, everybody else being in slow-mo. I was like, I, oh, I disagree little, with you. I, I thought it was revolutionary and brand new yeah, to do a slow-motion superhero movie. I'm yeah. like... This is just fascinating. Could yeah. I have 10 more minutes, please, yes. Well, of the slow motion nonsense that I've seen over and over and over again? I will say, because <sighs> you said you felt like me yeah. during this film. Yeah. I felt like you during this film <laughs> because I absolutely hated the Amon character, the little kid. Oh, I hated him so much. So Zach doesn't know me very well. Yeah. But Zach, I have a strong... He hates child actors. ...anti-child actor stance. So if that's I were why president, you're against Shazam. Well, no, if in comic books, I don't mind kids. Okay, okay. Just wanted to make sure. I just, just don't want them on sure. the screen. They're always yeah. like there just for cuteness. And yeah. we killed cuteness a while ago on this podcast. Yep. I'm not a fan of cuteness. Nope. Um, I hate kid actors. I would just have adults play them with like a little sign or a placard around their neck. Like Tom Cruise is a short little dude. Now, even you like, put him on the set, you put a sign around his neck. It's like, it's like I'm playing a six year old boy. So even ready like, even like kids that are like a little bit darker, like uh, uh, Deadpool, uh, when they had the one kid. No, I don't want any kids. No kids. They had no a kid kids. in Deadpool. They, she was not that young, though. No, no, right? no. It was it was the uh, the guy the the pyro guy the pyro kid. Was he that young? He was younger. He was like, oh rusty. Oh. He's talking about rusty and Deadpool. Rusty too. or Russell? Yeah. Was his name? How I, well, it's Russell and Rusty. Is How old was Russell? He was younger. He was like yeah. 13, 14. Yeah, I don't. I don't want him. Okay. I don't okay. want him. Good to know. Good to know. I, I, Good to know. It, it's a it is a flat policy. Now that Hope is older than eighteen. I, I was just say I'm, I'm like, I'm I like, can say it without any reservations. Okay, one hundred percent. So what you're saying is you used when to Hope, hate everything Hope did. When Hope now, was a child actor, now. I thought she was great. But now that mm. she has graduated out of childhood mm-hmm. into real acting, mm-hmm. I can now be like, no, like I don't know. I would I would now say no more child actors. Okay. Look, it only brings ruin and shame and unhappiness to the children mm. in their real lives, mm, yeah. and they almost never make the stuff better. Yeah. When this kid, oh my god, stood up at the end and made like the little. Tra- <laughs> I wish people could see your face the right now, because that's the face he made. So and he, annoying. And he yelled, like, you know, I can't remember what he yelled, conduct or whatever. Oh, yeah. But he did it, and, like, he didn't even yell it. No, You know, he no. just kind of, like, was like, this thing song, conduct. You know, just, like, nobody would rally behind that no. kid. You know, I yeah, I was I, always I, hoping he'd be on that skateboard and somebody would just pick him off. Well, and, and then the, the other shot of like when he's rallying the the, yeah. the Kandaki people and he just comes kind of slowly rolling on his skateboard. I'm like, yeah. oh, we clearly did not have the money to do anything more right. than this. I'm like, well, the, you know, and also, yeah, oh, the kid. It's kind of offensive that like for the Kandakis, only a, like it takes only a kid to rally them. Or is it offensive? Or is it a nice reference to the earlier ancient scenes where the kid rallied them? No, that's what I mean. Like again, like the kid, like it's this obvious parallel. But like mm-hmm. once again, it's always children. Subtle, you know, like subtle parallel. Right. Well, when you're making art like this, sure not everybody's going to see it. For sure, one of those right. kids was named Martha. <laughs> I think they were both named Martha. <laughs> see each other across time. Martha. Martha. Yeah, so uh, it was, yeah, it, was it was not oh, a good so, performance, no. and I don't know. It's kind of infantilizing to a culture that, like, it's always a kid that's, like, a kid can save them. Yeah. We need founding fathers. They just need, you know, prepubescent adolescents in there. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So um, that might move us to, to talk a little bit about conduct. It feels like we are talking about conduct yeah. a little bit so, already. Yep. I like the idea at the beginning that conduct was once a flourishing democracy, until mm-hmm. it was corrupted by a misshapen, ruthless leader who cares only about himself and not his people or his country. It was a lot of exposition at the beginning of the film. It seems like that's something that could happen, right? Like a misshapen guy 
might seize power in a country mm. looking out only for himself. I mean, yeah, I mean, that could happen in your fictional DCEU. Right, maybe. but you think only in a fictional yeah, really, world really could only... such a grotesquely misshapen person yeah. seize power. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was missing only the hairpiece, I yeah. thought. You yeah, know, no, you... hairpiece away from, like, there's the parable. Look out, Americans, you can use your lose your democracy, too. Yeah, I don't feel like that was the parable yeah, the film was probably not. I, I might be reading too much into it. So, mm-hmm. so talk to me about Kondok and the Kamex, comics. Kamex? I assume, comics. I assume yeah. it's like... Kamek books. It's Iraq, right? Um, it, it seems is, like there's a lot of kind of parallels between I believe, Kondok I be- and Iraq. Well, that's, the problem is, is yeah. that DC has a couple of different fictional um, countries because mm-hmm. there's Kurok, Q U A Q U R A C. Okay. That I think is more the Iraq stand in. Okay. And then you've so got. So what's Kondok stand in? Kondok is, I think in the DCU, it's supposed to be like modern day Egypt because it's more North okay. Africa than Middle East. And yet, though it is vague, I mean, that, that's part of the problem is that, you know, we spend almost all of this movie in Kondok. I have no idea where it is. So. Right, but it's clearly set somewhere in the Middle East. It's it's North Africa, and, Middle East, which this yeah. film is kind of treating as all the same, which right. starts to speak to the problems of it. It's also occupied by Intergang. Yes. Which is a group of mercenaries who are clearly Blackwater. Right, this is this is like I it's it's hard for me to escape Iraq because what you have yeah. is a Middle Eastern country that's been kind of colonized from the outside. And by the way, we should talk about reservation dogs and dairy girls at some point because like colonization's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So and then it's occupied by mercenaries, which is what the United States did in Iraq, right? Like, yeah. after the war, we hired, like, how, how, how twisted is that? Like, hiring out your security forces? Like, there's something not quite right there. But here's the thing that the film doesn't want to do, that it, it tries to with Justice Society. It's very confusing for me, so sort it out. Inner gang are mercenaries, right? Well, they're uh, described as mercenaries. Yeah, I mean, part, the film. part of the problem is that, and again, this goes back to sort of the, 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 the Jeff Johns issue of this film, Inner Gang was, particularly in the 80s, like they were the main... They were basically more like gangsters in Metropolis that, okay. that Superman fought all the time. Okay. And so, again, we're just using that name Intergang okay. very sort of broadly and without any kind of definition because I don't really understand... Because also keep in mind, Ishmael is apparently the leader of Intergang. In Kondok. Right. You've not... But see, like, they're described as mercenaries, right? And so mercenaries work for somebody. They do. So they work for Ishmael? That, I don't know. But that because... Thing, that, I think part of the problem is is the show... Again, it's but, another thing the film is is perhaps trying to do that it see, hasn't really thought through in any substantive way. That's the problem. Because when you critique those mercenaries, you need to talk about who's hiring them yeah, to do it. I don't and know, the film does not want no, to do they that just, I mean, the film treats all. them as if intergang, this, this intergang group of mercenaries right. Right. is kind of its own fully functioning independent group, not it's something you hire. Almost as if they don't understand the definition of mercenary, yeah. I would suggest. Yeah. So, so the JSA, or excuse me, the Justice Society, Justice Society shows up totally confident that they're right. Yes. Saying that they exist to protect stability. Yes. Now this is like this is a worthwhile global, point. Global stability, right? Not just American stability. That's why they're not the Justice Society of America. It's global stability. Well, see, that's they're where you're fooling yourself, of course, right? All because about the globe. of course, American. This is a fair critique of American foreign policy since World War II. Our foreign policy has been kind of focused on, you could argue, creating global stability. It's what we do because it benefits us. Well, we got you know. I don't. Well, know no, I don't no, know. <laughs> 
That's what we do. Just to be clear, we do it because <laughs> it makes money for us, yeah. because it generates security for us. Mm-hmm. And so there's like this idea, like it's a pretty clear swipe, I think, at the U.S.'s role in the world. They're not wrong that we talk about democracy, but what we really prefer in Latin America would be a great example is just stability. And, you know, um, what's her name? Tomas, the archaeologist? Adriana. Yeah. Points out how bad they suck, right? There's been 30 years of oppression in mm-hmm. Kandak, and they've not done anything yes. about it. And, of course, they wouldn't do anything about it because they only care about stability. Yeah, or they wouldn't do anything about it because if you follow Intergang to its logical conclusion, then the same government that's using the Justice Society also hired Intergang. And, and Inter- thus is responsible for, for And Kandak. Intergang and the JSA are actually on really good terms with each other. Like the J, the J, the Justice Society, mm-hmm. Amanda Waller's perfectly. We're perfectly fine with dictatorship and brutality throughout the world, as long as it's pro-American mm. dictatorship and stability. Yeah. Like dictators are only bad well, if, if they're anti-American. Yeah, they can be as brutal as they want to. They can run death squads in El Salvador. Like they can be who they want to be, as long as they're with us and not the other guy. The film wants to say something about this, but lacks the. Courage, yeah, I, to do so. I just see. I I see it more as the film, even if it wants to say something about it, like it 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 it, it it's only it's, doing it very half-assed. It's perfunctory, yeah, at best. So there's also the storage facility we talked about. Those would be you know black sites mm-hmm. that that um, prisoners in the war on terror were taken to. Did you enjoy the the nice uh, cameo in that scene? I had no idea who that was. Oh, she was in Peacemaker. And she, and, I did not watch Peacemaker. And she so. was in The Suicide Squad. Oh, was she? Yeah, she was one of the people in the room, one of the technician people yeah. working for Amanda Waller. That's one of those Easter eggs I just don't care about. Yeah. I just, I you don't. You wouldn't really remember, I don't think you would remember her from The Suicide Squad, but she's a major okay. character in Peacemaker. And then just, Justice Society also uses torture and threatens torture to get information. So oh, yes. there are all these kind of nods to the war on terror. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it kind of a half-hearted... Um, they don't really, yeah. they don't really want to plan a fight, which in their defense, Marvel does the same kind of thing quite frequently. Mm-hmm. They'll raise the issue. They'll talk about the issue. But in the end, the solution kind of always lets you leave the theater thinking about, all right, I, like thinking about it's enough. Well, except for Winter Soldier. Occasionally they do different. Yeah. But most, you know. Winter Soldier is the exception. Right. More, more, more and typical. And somewhat the like, first Captain America. Right. It would be Iron Man 3. Yeah. I think there's a few that they, they but also, but even, you know, but even, also those are early days and even the way and right. Yeah. And even the way in which cap seems to do better mm-hmm. is a little bit undermined by his idea that, you know, he should be unsupervised in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's a, that's a really dangerous idea. Yeah. But it's and so, Captain America. So it's fine. Which is the point I'm trying to make. And yet you're saying it against me as if you've contradicted it. Yeah. Well, okay. It's, it's, it's right. the, it's the, it's we a, can trust Batman cause he's Batman and we right. can trust cap cause he's cap. Right. Right. It's totally fine. Agreed. Yeah, no, the the other issue that I had with kind of the representation of conduct was... Oh, I have another one, too, so go oh, ahead. Dear. Well, yeah. just the... Sorry. The very that, that anachronistic depiction of it. In yes. the sense of... Because you, you get the first shot of it, where it's at night, you've got, like, the, the, the Eternium cycles fly. Like, it feels very kind of futuristic and Blade right. Runner-ish. And then... And then... All of a sudden, we're we're you know like when we go to Adriana's apartment, you know it's, um you know the kids skateboarding, it's right. it's the VCR, 
It's the old tube television, old style markets that you'd see in yeah, like 60s that's, it's, era. It's comic all books. very, it's yeah. all a very kind of stereotypical and kind of an, uh, again, again present sort of of the Kandaki people and yeah. the the North African slash Middle East that they're supposed to represent as a a kind of uh, backwards um, primitive primitive almost. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And then of course, so the movie could set up the U.S. as the bad guy between the Justice Society and Inner mm-hmm. Gang. But in the end, the bad guy is um, like a big bad ethnic being mm-hmm. who is literally depicted as a devil mm-hmm. or the devil. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so yeah, whatever it was shooting for in terms of yeah. Kandaki representation. Well, it's, I think it's, it ends up doing the exact opposite. Well, and 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 ultimately, you know, Kandak and its people, minus the couple of main characters, are are just a setting for right. Because I mean, they have no agency in this fight. Like it's it's all a fight well, they do being done knock, around them. They do knock down some zombies at the end. Yeah, which was so completely like, meaningless. Completely meaningless. Like the whole thing was like, oh, like because now we need like I, that was one moment of like, oh, and now we have zombies. Okay, I'm like we're just yeah. throwing and like yeah. literally nothing left. It's in the bag, such man. a weird scene because there's like ten zombies and I'm yeah. like, this does not seem like yeah. the threat. You're wanting to make it out to be, but but yeah, they're doing something that's completely irrelevant to the larger conflict. I'm trying to think too, like when you see the the people of New York come together, mm-hmm. they're not depicted in the same way that the people of Kandak coming together mm. are. Like I think about Spider-Man, where yeah. they kind of pass his body up, and it's like kind of a redemptive. Well, it depends. Kind which, of moment, because that's one of the things too. Is is and you know, I think I always think back to the because that's the second Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I always think back to the first one when he's fighting Green Goblin under the George Washington Bridge. Yeah. And all the people start throwing garbage at Green Goblin. And they're right. like, oh, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of New York. Right. Um, the conda- Because that, that was the one thing, and I, I don't know why. Yeah. But, like, everything that goes on with kind of the Kandaki people felt very much like a transplanted kind of American jingoism Onto the Kandaki people, like it's it's, a, it's an American, it's an American understanding of the people rising up or in or a something. mobbishly primitive setting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like I there's agree. sometimes like but, this feels like we're 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 doing America again. Are you saying it's it's not true that everybody wants to be us? Possibly not. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, so, there was something. There was, I don't know so what you it was. Hate America. There was. I don't hate America. I believe I've on this show. I have said America sucks. <laughs> Um, but you don't hate it. I don't hate it. Right. You just, you want to critique it. I, yeah. But, but, because there was, there was just something about that moment. And maybe it's just because of Amon on the skateboard, oh, yeah. which could not be more like, he's such a 90s American. Yes. In style and everything. Yeah. That there's just something about that moment when he's, and he's got all the Kandakis behind him. Around, like yeah. there's, like, there's just something about that that I was like, that's a very yeah. kind of American moment. Yeah. And so there's nothing that feels, you know, natural and authentic. Because, the, I mean, the, the filmmakers, I don't think, really care about the Kandaki people and Kandak as, like, an actual country within. It's, it's backdrop. It is. It's, it's right. the same thing as Intergang. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, cause, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to use Kandak, we're going to use Intergang. Like, we're, yeah. we're throwing in all of these trappings, but they're just trappings. We haven't even gotten to the part of the movie I liked the least. Oh, jeez. I like the last thirty minutes. Oh, I thought it was going to be the, the 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 first fifteen in which like literally rock electrocutes a guy down to his skeleton. That was that I was, was like unexpected. That, that was an orgy of violence that yes. we never see again in the yeah. film. I'm like, yeah. mm, it's like someone like that. Like it's like okay, we indulged our our 
That's as much as well, we could do and still stay PG. Exactly. Clearly, there was like a, a negotiation with the you know the code. Yeah, there was. About, I like, read how much violence. Can there we was get an in? article that said the original yeah. cut was going to be rated R, yeah. and then they they had to scale it back. And so it's clear, though it is a weird it's, moment that you kept the moment where you're introducing your hero of this film, yeah. where he is gratuitously slaughtering people. Right. No, I. Yeah, it's, like it's a it's, weird introduction. I'm like, that's a, the a, hero. It's a weird introduction, and it's one that they want to kind of create a redemptive arc. I guess around, but they don't. Mm. Like it just, you you never really feel any growth in the guy. And yeah, well, no, no because I, I mean, the big the big revelation about like, oh, he wasn't actually the champion. Yeah, is something everyone else in the film and us don't know. Right, but he obviously knows. So there's not there's nothing really right. You know. Yeah, changing things like he's yeah. still who he is. Yeah. You know, so, he's just not going to try to blow up all of Condock again. The opening was bad and reflects the way in which Americans, you know, we want our violence mm-hmm. on the screen. Oh, like, yeah. even worse than that was the ending of this movie. I the last thirty minutes, I almost couldn't sit through the thing. I just, I'm. It's so formula mm. in the way it's presented. The slow motion battle stuff comes back again, mm-hmm. and they must think like we're really super interested in it because mm-hmm. they keep showing. Like it's all been done before. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing in the bat in the set piece battle kind of you know royales. They create mm-hmm. nothing that matters. So you're saying you weren't shocked by the Justice Society and Black Adam having to team up? I was not surprised they ended up together. Uh, Although okay. I, the only thing that surprised me was, I think I could watch that movie twelve more times and I still wouldn't understand what brought them together. <laughs> I still wouldn't be convinced by whatever it was that brought them together. But I like, think it's it's it, it, it's it, it's Sabak. Yeah, like he's he's evil. Yeah, but I mean, he's, Hawkman... he's evil. He's evil demon Shazam. Right, but I mean, they're willing to like throw Black Adam into suspended animation. It, it, when they put him in suspended animation, I was like, oh, for God's sake. Because I know they're not leaving him in suspended. Oh animation. no, he's not. That was which not, means, which means I've got at least like, oh, twenty this, more like, minutes. Is this the end of the film of this nonsense? To, yeah. Like as, as soon as they left him there and then came back, yeah. I, I thought, oh, oh no, like, the moment. There's well, yeah, no, twenty the, more minutes. Well, of this. no, the moment they mentioned they name dropped Sabak, I'm like, oh well, he's obviously going to be in this film, and so right. until he shows up, there's still right. more to go. The final battle runs way. Also, too the long. fact it took them so long to figure out what the whole death is the only pathway to life. Because like the first time they yeah. mentioned that, I'm like, yeah. oh, someone's got to die to bring Sabak back, and yeah. they took like half an hour to figure that out. Well, you're smarter than them. I am. Which, I mean, you're a, you're a very smart person, but they're pretty dumb, mm. in as written. Like not a not a smart group of heroes. None of the twists are surprising. Yeah. This is the least surprising movie I've watched in a long yes. time. Like like nothing will surprise you. Yeah. Like, exactly what you think is going to happen yeah. is going to happen. Even the big revelation about Black Adam, that yeah. he wasn't the actual champion. Yeah. Because in that first scene with the little kid, yeah. like, when his his dad walks up and talks to him, like, yeah. well, that's The Rock's head on someone's body. Because I'm like, that's, <laughs> like, so clearly The Rock is the father. I'm like, oh, that's uh, so the kid's not the, yeah. like, it kind of, like, even that, I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, that's The Rock's head on a D, what a terrible body. What a terrible origin story. Your dad's dying. Mm-hmm. So he saves his dad by giving him the power, mm-hmm. and then, then he, he gets immediately shot. gets <laughs> like, "Oh, dude!" Like, just a bad, a bad set of choices for yes. Rock Junior. I mean, I don't understand moment. why he couldn't have then just given his power back to the kid and not right. caused him to die. In fact, they could have lived forever, forever, just by like trading powers, powers about every fifteen minutes. You know, yeah. like now you be Black Adam for a while. Yeah, yeah. like it was. Yeah, it was. It was. I just. 
I just I can't even anymore. I I've watched I've watched too many superhero movies. I I need something new or mm-hmm. I'm just I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I just by by the time it was done midway through mm-hmm. if you had asked me to score the movie, mm-hmm. I would have given it like a B minus, mm-hmm. like an 80, I think, you know, like a competently done paint by numbers kind of superhero mm-hmm. film. But the last 30 minutes is at least 8 or 10 points yeah. off. Oh, like it's a C minus. Like the other thing too. Yeah. I found it interesting that Hawkman explains to Adrian at one point that, oh, we have access to the original, like, yeah. Kandaki historical chronicles. I'm like, well, those have obviously been plundered from somewhere. Right. Yes. I'm like, it's okay. just, they're just going to be like, yeah, no, we, we actually have your entire nation's cultural like, history do you, on a flash drive. Do you, do you understand nothing of the DC universe? I understand a lot it's, about the DC universe. It is good because the heroes did it. The heroes are good, thus by definition, no matter what they do, must be good. Thus, mm. plundering is good in this case. I don't think it is. I'm just saying yeah. you do not understand the logic of the DC universe. I think I, I do. Reject it, mm. but it, that you're surprised by this is. I yeah. It's a, it's 100 how DC runs the show. Yeah, that's true. So, were you excited that Superman showed up? Because you told me I had to stay for the mid credit. Had to stay for the mid credit scene. I was really it's expecting more. I was expecting more. Huge. It's a huge. moment. Is it a huge moment? Yeah. So, yeah. did you make me stay just out of sarcasm? No, no, no. I mean, I, I it feels like you did. Like this was just a sarcastic. Like you got to stay. Well, no, you've got to stay because you've got to watch the whole movie, and that's part of the movie. Like that's just that's part of the movie. Oh God! Um, what kind of world do we live in? But yeah, I mean, you know, I really do like Cavill as Superman. Okay. He's not had. Good material. I'm I'm hoping that this means they. Uh, you know, my my hope is so that they're going to get someone well, who. Under- well, well, time out. Yes, Cavill has not been given good material. Correct. So him showing up in Black Adam, mm-hmm. which you have just trashed for an hour yes. as bad material, yes. leaves you hopeful. I'm hopeful that he's going to get better material. In the, why I, why I would am, you think that? I am hoping. Why? Oh, in, why? in defiance of all <laughs> okay, rational all right. thought. Okay. My hope is that they're they're going to finally give Cavill a version of Superman that that you know is more closer to you know the 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 traditional Superman. Yeah, which will have to be a complete tone shift and make like the first half of the canon different. Somehow. Yeah, but I mean, but they they've done that before because I mean the first Justice League film is entirely based on the idea that, that everyone's sad that Superman's gone. I'm like, yeah. they hated him in the last movie. Well, I think... Like, where was all of this, oh, we love well, Superman? Here's what happened. They saw what came after Superman. And I think that makes Superman look I guess. better. So what's your score on the movie? Like, what? what yeah, like if a, you, like, so I gave it like a C-. minus. So a score or a grade? A grade, whatever you want to call it. You know? Uh, you like numbers? It could be a number, it can be a letter. Uh, it's probably, I don't know, B minus, C plus. All right. I've got a guy on Google who wants to argue with you. Okay. Quote, critics are dumb. Well, yes, we are. This is an outstanding, entertaining film. Mm. Tons of action throughout mm. and very little to no dull moments. Mm. Well, Special effects are awesome. Okay. And the storyline has a lot going on. It does. But that's part of what makes it fun to watch. 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. Fair or foul? Except for the 10 out of 10. <laughs> I mean, it is... It no, will... the critic he's talking about is you, right? No. Yeah. That's not me. Mm, no, it I'm, is. Not, I'm not a critic, because critics get paid. I don't think that's true. I think it's true. Yeah, I think you have to yeah. be paid I'm not a, to be a I'm critic. I'm not a professional critic. He didn't say professional critics. critic. He said all critics. Pretty sure he's talking about you, too. 
Yeah. So. Well, I think it's wrong. You're the one that just agreed with it. I didn't agree with it. I mean, I could see this, like, on a Saturday when, like, I'm ironing and this is on, like, TNT you, or something. You, no. This you would on. not watch this again. Yeah, if it was on TV. Here's, if I were ironing, okay, which I would never do. Right. Because I do not believe in ironing. Yeah, I know. Ironing okay. is ridiculous. You shake your hand all you want, but like, if I wear jeans that haven't been ironed, I'm okay with that. My jeans are not ironed. Oh, you've, you've really, you know, you live it up. on the edge now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. If this came on and I were ironing, mm-hmm. I would rather stare at a black television screen <laughs> than watch this again. Yeah, no, it's not, it's, yeah. It's it's not, no. So here's what, so would you agree with this other random dude on Google? Mm. One of the best DC movies after a while? Dwayne, at his best caliber, carried the entire movie on his shoulders. Yeah, I mean, he does carry the entire movie on his shoulders. I'm not sure he's at his best caliber, though. Mm. You got to watch it in a theater. Mm. You won't check your watch or mobile in between. Mm. Intense from beginning to end. To be fair, I did not check my watch or my mobile in between. Did you like the fun-loving conversation between JSA and Dwayne? The what? The fun-loving conversations. I don't really remember the fun-loving conversations. That's what this guy says was in the movie. Okay. Fun-loving conversations. Well, I don't think there were a lot of fun-loving conversations. I have, I have a fair or foul for you. Okay. Can I just give you the Guardian headline real quick? Okay. And then we'll trade I think fair I might or foul? Have, I think I might have seen the Guardian headline. Sacred Mountains and Tombed Heroes and not a worthwhile gag to found, to be found yes, I did to see. enliven Dwayne Johnson's stony face. Yeah. Well, but to be fair, he's playing yes. a character that should not have an enlivened stony face. No, that's true. That's a fair point. All right, give me the fair foul. Then All I'll right. give you one more because I know you love the final source I've got for you. With Black Adam, yes, uh, Dwayne Johnson and director, I'm not, uh, Hame Colette Sarah, I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, mm-hmm. attempt to offer a grand unified theory of DC, mixing family film tropes with a protagonist who straight up murders people. The result is sometimes a mess. But it's a generally entertaining one. This is Helen O'Hara of Empire. Yeah, I do not find it generally entertaining. No? Look, until the end, I thought it was a perfectly fine Mm -hmm. superhero. And I still, I would still say it's a perfectly fine superhero. perfectly fine. So the kind of thing you would watch on a Saturday afternoon when nothing else is on. Because the last 30 minutes, my blood pressure went up 20%. Okay. I I found it so frustrating. Did you have like the nachos or something to cause that? No, I had had nothing to eat. Nothing to eat. I had a whole box of Reese's Pieces. Maybe that kind of gave you a little no. jolt to get through the end, because that ending was bad. I know you're a big fan of Common Sense Media Am and I? the way oh. in which they review movies. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I think I, yes, huge so how, fan. How do you feel about this one? Okay. Quote, again, Common Sense Media. I know. Is this one another thing where you tried to get me on the same side as the... No, if I, I wouldn't mention it was Common Sense Media okay. if I were trying to get you onto the same side. Okay. Um, the first half is very good, mm. but be aware, Uh-oh. dot, dot, dot. There is a huge satanic aspect to the letter half. <laughs> it took us off guard. Oh. Too satanic? Mm. Is it too satanic? Like, are are well, we no, re-entering it's, a no, new it's, satanic it, it, panic it, it, it's, kind it's of era? It's too sabacic. Good sabacic. I know. Yeah. I know. That would be worse than satanic, one supposes, because that's like ethnic Satan. Well, yeah. Like, what would be worse than white <laughs> Satan? Is Middle Eastern Ethnic Satan? Satan. Yeah. Right. Like, if you really <laughs> yeah. want to be scared of hell, yeah. like, it's not a white guy that runs the place. Yeah. Oh, no. And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, like, this, is not, but see, this is not where I want to be. Now, now I want the common sense media people to wind up in. <laughs> and they meet somebody. <laughs> in ethnic hell. <laughs> oh, man. Did, did, we, did we ever screw up? Man. <laughs> can you, you can see him turn into Sabaka and be like, could have sworn Jesus was white. <laughs> Could have yeah. sworn that dude was white. Oh man, I misread the Bible. 
<laughs> yeah, worst case scenario for common sense <laughs> yeah, media. Yeah, yeah that's. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's gonna be a rough one. Yeah. Try explaining that to your kids. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, sorry, honey. I <laughs> seem to have misread things a little bit. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it, again, like so many yeah. other things, it, it is kind of weird. In in, you know, though Sabak is name dropped, he's not really introduced until the end. Right. Um. And so, it, yeah. It, again, it was yet another thing thrown into. Right. A film that is that is kind of overstuffed. Like there's a lot yeah, in this. Right, film. and the good news is he looks and sounds and acts exactly like you'd expect him to look and oh, sound yeah. and act. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I don't. I feel like at the end of the day, we're not big fans of Black Adam. No, it you like well, it maybe a little bit more than me, yeah. but we both thought it was fine. Yeah, like it's not. Again, it's not doing anything new. Um, it's doing only things old. Yeah, it's doing. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I, yeah, I agree. Like, if this had come out, you know, ten years ago, or, or you know, in the early phases, like yeah. it would probably go over well. But it's right. not. It's doing. There's nothing new, and and like the one chance you had at something new, which is having the Rock do a different kind of character, yeah. and and you know, they they kind of kibosh that with the character they cast him as, like, right. which I'm not really sure what you would cast the Rock as besides Black Adam. Yeah. Um, well, I think if you're going to do Black Adam, you need to have some imagination. Zach kind of like, whoops, intimated that earlier. That's my, that's mine. I hit the, the mic. I've done it twice. I know. I'm, it's a bad day for me. Yeah. Um, Zach, like, there were other things they could have done with The Rock in that role. Yeah. Remember, we started with Rock and Roll, and now we ended with Rock and Yeah. That you role. know, it's really great when you make puns like that. Yeah. When you pause to explain them to the uh, audience. You looked a little confused. I wasn't sure no, you got I it. No, was, that was nausea. It was not confusion. Because <laughs> I, I understood exactly what you were doing there. Anyway, they they with a little imagination, I think they could have done a lot more with a movie like this. Yeah, so like thinking about you know Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, mm-hmm. like you could think you could find something, perhaps with it. You could. I'm just not. I just don't think Black Adam as a character maybe so is a good match for The Rock. And, and it Deadpool be, is a great match for right. Ryan Reynolds. It might be. It might also be that like in the political climate in which we live, the fact of like Black uh, Black Adam coming from Kondak is. Like it makes it harder, yeah. maybe because you you know they're obviously trying to tell a very careful story here. Yes, despite whatever kinds of mistakes kind of bubble yeah. up, but you know. But yeah, no, I just like I I you know, yeah. Again, it's it like I think we said before, even even having seen the movie, The Rock as Black Adam is not a actor who matches the role, right? As opposed to Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool, right? Or, any number no, you of, need to of, shape like, the role to fit the actor. Yeah, in and, this and, case, or or cast the Rock as someone that is that charismatic. But I'm not sure who that would be in the. But DC if it's universe. Black Adam, like you can do it, but you have to be a little loose with the canon, maybe. Yeah, which would have been a better choice. Yeah, hard to say. Maybe I mean, we don't have to do a superhero movie for a while. I feel like we're kind of burned out on superhero movies. No, no, we got we've got Wakanda Forever coming up in a couple weeks. That might work. Like to if if that if it's not good. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you guys, actually, about this. So, do you guys think that DC is kind of just becoming the hallmark channel of superheroes? Because they're they're just, mm. it seems like they're just filling formula. In some way, I mean, oh. they, they found, between Aquaman and Black Adam, they they found a formula that will work at the box office for them. And it is a formula, you know what I'm going to say, that's going to kill peak superhero. Well, there will come a time when even the masses or, look at this and they're like, "It's just or, the same. It's thing. just the Hallmark Channel reheated over and over, and over, over yeah. again." Right. Yeah. But then, but then, yes, when the MCU continues to do things differently, it'll make the MCU seem See, even fresher and newer. That's that hopeful part of you that, yes. that I, I feel like the MCU is moving in the other direction. Yeah. 
of late. Well, and I think Wakanda uh, Forever is going to be a difficult movie to pull off in some ways. Well, I feel it's like, got some challenges. Well, don't you? I because Marvel and the cinematic universe specifically mm-hmm. is coming off of the high of Endgame. Uh huh. They're st- they're trying to rebuild because you had that, but the climax of the action in Endgame. So you have to rebuild, but I think all the shows and movies so far have done a decent job of, kind, in their own right, of saying and producing a new, trying to get to that new endgame. I think they're trying to get there. I, I'm, well, they're definitely trying to get there with the new Ant-Man trailer that just dropped yesterday. Yeah, I've not mm-hmm. seen that yet. So It's got a little bit of Kang in it. Oh, it's oh there really you go. Good. It's yeah. really good. Well, it, it could be. I, You know, for me, Eternals and some of the movies like in the middle have mm-hmm. not like I agree with you, carried yeah. the water. Yeah, that they needed been, to carry. So to me, like Marvel needs to get back to that hopeful place that Zach's talking about building them building to, and Patrick, yeah. you know, ever optimistically believes that Marvel will get to no matter what. Okay, I have but, been critical of Phase Four of Marvel. You have? No, it's true. It's true. Just give me some. Give me some credit there. Hold your arms across your chest, all petulantly. And everybody, I, 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 everybody I'm was critical. <laughs> a lot of people were critical about some of the first movies that came out from Marvel no, about that's... like Captain America, some of the Iron Mans. That does not sound like our podcast. <laughs> some, some no, I mean a lot, of, be, a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I remember no, when right. with the first Captain America, a lot of people yeah. were like, eh, "It's pretty yeah, well, generic." And, and what did I say about it? Yeah, and, and you were, I was right about Captain. You America. have always loved the first Captain America Hulk, movie. All these other movies, some of them they just weren't good. So I think we're back in that phase. Yeah, where it's well, kind it's of part like of the building. issue too. Is but, is I think I think I mentioned this when we talked about Endgame. Yeah, is my fear is that Endgame, as good as it was, kind of broke the Marvel universe because I don't know where you go after that thing. Like right. it's like that you know, like you know, that universe is is though I I do enjoy the memes that people are like, how did. You know, the MCU, you know, go from five years of the blip and back to normal. And then it was like, oh, well, COVID pandemic. Yeah, now I see it. Yeah. <laughs> like you have yeah. a devastating thing happen for a few years and then right. you go back like it never happened. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, that's fair. But my warning to both of you mm-hmm. is that film cycles don't last forever. And the superhero film cycle has already kind of outlived what a ah, typical cycle but what if, would do. What if Yes. Marvel Phase 4 was the dip and now we're going back up? I don't know. Like, this is as they, bad as it gets. They needed either the X-Men or the Fantastic Four sooner. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they're not, to, they're not to getting them. sustain that momentum. No, I'm sure they're coming at some point. Well, I need, know they will, but will it be too late? They, I think they. I think it's good that they're waiting, though. Because if they didn't wait and just kind yeah. of churned it out quick and just, right. like, it's, people wanted the X-Men, here's the X-Men. No, it's, like, it's possible that's true. It's also possible that they're burning some goodwill on mm-hmm. things like Eternals, which was fine. Yeah, but I'm tired of talking about fine movies. I want something that's great. Yeah, I mean, we talked about. I mean, She Hulk was good. It was good. She-Hulk. Yeah, yep. Although we're, Irina, then we were positive really about Ms. Marvel. It, so, yeah, yeah. So there's so, been there's been blips of good. So there's hope, but we should probably yeah. wrap up before yes, we, we, we head into the Halloween. Yes, spooky. spooky. Is it the spooktacular? Is that what we used to call it? That's well, when we did like a spooktacular. I don't know that we're doing we're a not Halloween doing a spooktacular. spooktacular. Eh, we're just talking about what we do in the shadows. Vampires. Spooky. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's a spooktacular. Wow, so you're already not liking the show. Eh, so we'll see. All right, we'll see. All right, that's the cliffhanger. How mm-hmm. much will you hate what we do in the show? That's not, that's Mostly not, because no. I made you yes. watch it. Possibly. Yeah. All right, Till next week.